Radio City Sports Saint and Snods with OD's designerclothing.com from the women's store Michael Kors and Canada Goose. Well, we've not talked about him yet. We've managed to talk about Everton's game against West Ham where there's going to be no tackles in the game whatsoever. Uh, but now we need to move on and talk about uh, certainly one of the best, I think, if not the best we've seen. I mean, you've seen some good ones down the years and he's right up there in yeah. the pantheon of greats, isn't he, Saint? I would think so. I would think that it's this, this, what you can't mean, it's a great topic of conversation for football fans everywhere as... Uh, Players that they had maybe seen years ago, they think are better than players mm. of today, and the the play the fans of today think there's nobody could be better than this guy today. I mean, if we talk at world level, Messi and, and um, he is, and uh, everybody, as ex pros I speak to, mm. they all go, yes, Messi above mm. them all, above them all. Uh, but with Stephen, same thing. It's hard to say. Would he have been better than Billy Little, who was the mm. the, the icon when, when I'd come to Liverpool? Little was the man. And, and you wouldn't get fans of that era saying that anybody would be better yeah. than Billy Little. Mm. So it's an argument you can't win. It's a discussion thing, which is good with, with your mates and whatever, and, you, and your football circles. And you can talk all you like. But he was, the, what I've seen of this era, of his era, and and he's played what about fifteen years in the first team or sixteen years or something. He he was he progressed to be the best of his era. Mm. Oh, without a doubt, the best of his era. And you cannot see at the moment anybody coming through that certainly know from the ranks as he did. You can't see anybody coming through that will be as good as him or near as good as him. So you haven't. If you want somebody of that state, you've got to go and buy them in the world market. And now you're talking again. You know, fifty millions and whatever oh. to go and get somebody as good as him because he could do everything. He could tackle, he could head the ball, he could score goals, uh, he could batter the ball, he could pass the ball, and uh, he was just an inspirational player. He was a terrific kid, and uh, and he was a local boy, which again gives gives mm. everybody who's watching him. You know, Liverpool fans say, "Well, he's one of us, and he's playing for us." And he's if I could have. A chance to do. I would be doing what Stephen's doing. I would be crunching in mm. tackles and heading goals and scoring goals and you know. So it, it's just been wonderful for them. Do you know the game's changed as well, even since he started? Because back then it was you still had box to box midfielders, didn't you? Mm. And nowadays you're either a defensive midfielder or an attacking midfielder. There's no Half the journey. You mean? Yeah, you, you know you. You either sit in the centre circle or in front of the back four or you play just behind the striker. You don't actually bomb up and down yeah. the pitch anymore. It's strange anyway. Let's bring in a man who knows Stephen well and knows Stephen, the scrawny teenager. <laughs> because he's a man, of course, who's responsible for bringing through so many greats at Liverpool, the likes of Michael Owen, Robbie Fowler, Steve McManaman <clears throat> and, of course, Stephen Gerrard. Huey McCauley. Huey, how are you? Good morning, fellas. How are you? Hi, Huey. You okay? All right, Paul. You recovered from the other night. <laughs> yeah, well, good night, wasn't it? It was terrific. I it thought. was a really good night, and 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 yourself and others were were duly honoured, and and that's quite right as well. Oh, Done a fantastic job for the football club for many years. Huey, we we, we were just saying, but we were talking just uh, off air a minute ago about about Stephen uh, being at the dinner the other night. And the amount of respect he has for the former players and the greats of the club, yeah. he, he understands it, doesn't he? And he's lived with it. Yeah, he, he's one of those lads who he knows his history. He knows his players. 
He knows he has that respect around former players to to say the right things and acknowledges the great work and the great contribution they've made to Liverpool Football Club for many years. He's he's that type of lad. He's a very modest type lad and and would like to think himself in in the same category. I'd be listening to your conversation about who would be the best player, who people think are the best best players. He is a a modest lad and he is his sole aim in life has been to give his heart and soul to the football club and make the best contribution he can possibly make. And he has tremendous respect for all those players who've, who've, who've gone before him and, and set those standards of, of playing and discipline for many years for Liverpool. And he's, he's carried on that mantle. And that's the type of boy he is. You were at what age, at what age did you think, wow, this kid can play? How old was he, 13, 14? Well... He come into the first session, mm. and he was he was eight years of age, and and you know you, you know yourself you've been there. He, he, he gets on the ball, he starts playing, mm. and he dominates the session with his his technical ability. In the little five aside, he gets on the ball and makes passes, short passes, long passes. And I was working with Dave Shannon at the time mm. at Venice Anxious Sports Centre, and for the hour. For the hour, we never spoke a word to each other, but we kept on looking at each other, making that eye contact mm. when he'd done something particularly well, and, and almost just to say, "Have a look at this little fella." Mm. And from then on, okay, dominate sessions again and, and matches. Only when we get we got to tens, elevens at Liverpool at that time, which was the old sense of excellence, were we allowed then to organise a game of football. 10-11 aside, mm. and that was the first time the FA allowed us then to organise our own games. And then, obviously, we'd heard how good he was in that type of situation. We'd seen him for his, for his junior team, but now he's at Liverpool. And it's at that time that you start to see him in game situations, and he's such a natural footballer, picked out the right pass more often than not, was prepared to make things happen himself. And as the Saint has already pointed out, a tremendous competitor and a born winner. Mm. Were, were, he, were he vocal as a young lad as well on the pitch? Yeah, he you was. Were, yeah. yeah, he was. He showed by example, mm. and he always showed by example, by getting on the ball and making things happen the, the same way he's, he's done to this day. He's always made things happen on the field, mm. particularly when he's had to. Uh, mm. But, on occasions, even as a youngster, he'd be prepared to, to get players behind him because he wanted to demand the same standards of everybody else that was playing around him because mm. he wanted to win a, a football match or a, or a five-a-side match. So he was vocal on occasions, but he prepared to show by example yeah. and, and what a leader to, to have somebody there who kept on showing the right things to do. So all that, all that natural talent rubbed off on so many other players around him. Mm. Uh, would you agree with me, Huey? That our old boss Shanks uh, said, "There's only two people make a player. And that's the mother and the father." <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah. yeah, because I mean, if I mean, I'm not would for a minute have a, a word said against good, good coaching, <laughs> but it can't be about coaching. This kid is just a natural player, as you say, from that's an right. early. You see him the natural yeah. because if it was just about. The work that you're doing and Dave was doing and all that, you'd have half a dozen of them. That's right. But you can't get half a dozen. Mm. It's just a one. So the born players. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He, he he was a natural, yeah. God-given footballer, oh. and he 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 showed that what you've got to do, and and you know you, you, yourself, you've just got to try and keep them 
on the straight and narrow. Yes, that's an important thing. You've got to keep them on the straight and narrow. You've got to give them advice. You've got to be there. Sometimes it's an arm around the shoulder. Sometimes it's a little bit of a, a rollicking for one or two little things, if you like, in the right sort of way, just to keep them the, the, them grounded and doing the right things. And, and along that path, there are some rocky little bits that you've got to go through, but you, you're there to guide them, to give them help. And the most important thing of all is that, that's, that they trust you. Mm. If they trust you and they believe in what you're saying is right, then you've got a chance. But, mm. but I agree that football is one thing and coaching is, is another thing. But there's so much more to making a player than, than just that. Mm. It's the character. It's the personality. It's the hunger, which... Nowadays would seem to be sort of old-fashioned type words in the in a highly technical world that we live in of yeah. top players, mm-hmm. but they're the type of words that Stephen himself uses all the time. Mm. He's is a hungry player. He's a determined player. He's passionate about his football club, and he has that innate feeling all the time that he wants to do well, and he knows the importance of wearing that red shirt and knows the expectation level every time he steps onto the, onto the football field. So I think, I think they are born in that respect mm-hmm. to, to, to play for a football club that they, that they love, and it's his strength in his character and personality, along obviously with his, with his football ability that's got him there. Mm. Well, today is his last one at Anfield. Now, you wouldn't bet... You wouldn't bet against him not scoring, would you? No. <laughs> I've got him down f- uh, at least a tenner for, 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 a, for a penalty kick anyway. He's well, got I mean, a score from 30 yards today, hasn't he? Yeah, He's got uh, yeah if, it's a, if it's a 30-yarder, that's great. But I'm looking at a penalty kick for, for a 7-1 to one or 8-1 one you turn at least. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'd be great. I mean, um, uh, do you think... I mean, obviously, you're not working, you're not working with him now, but do you think... When when you see him play, that he's still got a, a year or maybe a couple of years uh, still in him to, to go yeah. to America and do well? Yeah, I think he will go to America and he'll do well and he'll he'll embrace that situation when he gets there. I'm the same as a lot of a lot of professional people and, and, and you know yourself and Snodge and, you, and people who've been there and you look at players and you say to yourself, I thought when he'd finished playing for England last summer, I think may, I thought the club may have sort of looked at that situation and said, well, how long has he got left? He, Stephen will want to play every game yeah. forever mm. and ever and ever. Mm. Uh, and maybe he's made up his mind to, to go to Melbourne based on the fact that he's already said that he didn't want to be one of those players who sat on the bench and no. didn't play yes. some of the games yeah. or a lot of the games. Yeah. He, 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 can't, he can't do that. Yeah, he can't do that. He's got mm. to, if he's training all week uh, and wanting to play, then he want that he want that shirt yeah. because that's what he that's his life. He, yeah. he lives for playing on a Saturday or a Sunday whenever it is midweek, and he gears himself up for that. And for him not to, to be sitting on the bench would uh, would it kills him. So he wants to play, and if he feels that situation is being hampered by his age in inverted commas, and he think well he maybe can't play all the games now. Then at some stage that's going to come into the mix, and obviously he's made his decision based yes. on what he's been told. Mm-hmm by obviously the manager and the club, and he's felt the need to move on and carry on playing before he, he moves on to someone, something else. Mm. Do, you th- do you think he'll return in some capacity at some stage, Huey? Yeah, I think he will. Mm. I think he will. He's taken his coaching badges. He's got a tremendous amount to offer, hasn't he? 
a fantastic amount to offer, and I and I think given the right sort of role and the right support behind him, he would love to come back to the club in the future and play another major role in in whatever that might be. He's that he's that type of lad. Mm. Stephen Stephen Gerrard is a home bird as far as I'm concerned, and while he'll go to America and enjoy that situation, I think he I I think in a couple of years time he he will be back and he'll be looking to move on again, and nothing would would give him greater pleasure than being part of that situation at Liverpool if mm. there was a job mm. on offer and they wanted him there to carry on uh, that great work. Mm. Huey, I know you're still trying to find the stars of tomorrow and help the stars of tomorrow. You've got your own little soccer camps going still, haven't you? Yeah, we run our football camps and we've got one in two weeks' time in Formby in the half term and we get a nice little group of players that come regularly and, and others from outside the areas to to come for the four days and, and we'll carry on with that and, and then we move on to the summer as well. So anybody's welcome and, and they can come and come for the four days and enjoy good coaching and plenty of footy and, and have a good time and, and who knows what we might uh, what we might find. We're going to send Snods if that's all right. He needs a bit of work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, me, me no. left foot you is useless. I need some work on that especially. And me fitness at the minute. <laughs> Well, that might be at the moment, but and another one, you've made a fantastic contribution over the years and, and, uh, and, you, and love listening to you and the Saints and, and your company on the, on the radio. It's been a real pleasure. Fan- fantastic. Well done, Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, Huey, what, what was your favourite Stephen moment? We must ask you that. Favourite Stephen moment? And don't say scoring against Everton. That trick and against Everton. Yeah. <laughs> what, like Stephen no. did? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're talking well, the big games here. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think, and I mean, everybody... Everybody goes back to, to Istanbul, if you like. Yeah. Uh, and that was fantastic, wasn't it? That was fantastic. And, and one of the key, key aspects of, and, and great attributes of, of great players is the fact that they step up to the mark when they're needed and deliver. Uh, and he's done that on so many occasions for, for Liverpool for so long now. So there's some, a lot of great memories of, of really great moments. For me, again, another moment that epitomises Stephen was the Cup final mm. in Wales. Uh, Millennium Stadium when we played West Ham mm-hmm. and he's, everybody was basically knackered and he, he gets himself off the ground and, and hits that equaliser from that distance, if you like, that took the game into extra time and we go on and win it. Uh, and that was an important moment uh, for Liverpool Football Club because that was a moment where we needed the likes of Steven to step up and produce a piece of magic, which he did. And we've gone on, and we and we won a trophy that we may have struggled to got to to have won if he hadn't have produced that bit of magic. So he, we're used to seeing that that special part of Stephen's game in a lot of games for many many years. That's the one that sticks out for me. And everybody, as you've said before, will have their own special and key moments of of goals that he scored, of matches that he's played in, and he's he's been really fantastic. You know, the great Brilliant. thing about that cup final goal is it stopped Paul Kincheski scoring a goal that could have won the FA Cup <laughs> final. That's right. <laughs> Huey, listen, it's been great to talk to you. Thanks ever so much for coming on. And thanks for having me. Cheers, Huey. Okay. Take Thank care. You. Cheers. Bye-bye. So keep up the great work as well with the soccer camps. Thank you now. Cheers, Bye now. Bye-bye. All the best. Ian St. John, Ian Snowden. This is Saint and Snods on Radio City and City Talk.